Welcome to the weekly podcast, recorded live at Glory City Church, Brisbane. We hope you are blessed by this week's sermon. Father, I ask that you just pour out your love, even now, God, on your people, on those watching tonight, Lord, would you pour out your love? Holy Spirit, I thank you that you bind up broken hearts, that you set captives free. I thank you that your love is our greatest champion. You're our greatest champion. We thank you, Lord, for your love that doesn't fail or disappoint, but covers us, that always does good for us, to us. Doesn't have a hidden agenda or mixed motives, for your love is always for us, always pursuing us, always running after us. So we respond to your beautiful love this afternoon, God, with yes. We say yes to your love. We say yes to letting it into every part of our hearts, to every part of our heart. We let your love in, God. We let your love in, God. To all the nooks and crannies, Lord, we let your love in. Gold, your liquid love, your fiery love to come and heal and restore. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I hear him saying that my love is really good soil. His love is really good soil for growth. And when you plant yourself in his love this year, it will produce a lot of growth. It will produce a lot of fruit in your life. So don't be so concerned about all the doings where they're important and they're necessary. But in order for those things to really flourish, find yourself planted in the love of God. Planted in the soil of His love. Do you like, get your like, feet down and deep. You know when you're in the beach and you sink into the sand? Let yourself sink in and get grounded in His love. In His love for you. Thank you, Jesus. Well, that's a good word. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for your love. I saw a picture earlier and um, tonight, and <clears throat> excuse me, and what I saw were, were him releasing angels on assignment for you to come alongside you for the mission he has for you this year. But what I actually also then saw was everyone like standing in chariots flanked by angels and wild horses at the reins. And they weren't doing damage and they weren't out of control in the way that you'd think wild horses were. But they weren't tame. And I felt like God say, get ready. Get ready for the adventure of a lifetime this year because not only is he positioning you, in your chariot, angels ready to go with you, you're gonna find stability in it. It was like the chariot was unmoved, but the horses, as you let the spirit just have his head, let the horse have his head, let the spirit move, and you just follow in and obey, you'll be blown away and delighted by the ride and adventure he has for you this year, my goodness. So many of you are launching this year. It's a fullness of time. 
I know we're entering into a new decade, but it's the fullness of time that we have come into. And on my 27th birthday, which is almost four years ago, 28th of February, for those of you taking notes, <laughs> you know, you always ask, I'm expecting that the Lord will speak to me every day because I'm his daughter and we're here in fellowship. Well, my birthday, I especially expectant that the Father's gonna have something wonderful to say. And on my 27th birthday, he said, you're entering an era of glory. You're entering an era of glory, a new era of glory. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And I thought, that's a great hashtag. And I took it and I believed it with my whole heart. We're entering into a new year of glory and I went to war with it. And then it was like the word of the Lord that started coming forth. It was confirmed out of the mouth of many, many prophets. I were entering a new era. We're entering into a new era. This new era of glory, I feel. And at the, since the beginning of the year, when I've said to people, Happy New Year, I found myself saying this, Happy New Year, Happy New Life. Happy New Year, Happy New Life. And after a few times, I inquired of the Lord about it. I said, Lord, what is that? What's this happy new life? And I felt like God saying, it's come. We've been talking about entering into, and I feel like God is saying that we've arrived, that we've entered into this new era of glory. That's why it's a happy new life. A happy new life because we've entered into the new. Behold, all things are gone, all things have become new. That's what we're speaking about, there are um, salvation for ourselves. And Carson just laid out the gospel on Friday night. So I'd encourage you, like, go back and have a look. It was glorious. Thank you. But I feel like I'm saying I'm stepping into the new. We've stepped into the new. I thought you'd be a bit more excited about that, to be honest. <laughs> because there's a fullness of time. He's so intentional about seasons and times. For our, you would be surprised for our outrageous, wild, creative king. He's also a God of order. And he's very precise about things and about your life. And that's a good thing. And I hear him saying there's a fullness of time for you. And he spoke to me out of Isaiah 43, 19. Got my sword with me tonight. I got in. Okay, I'll show you just because you asked. It's my beautiful Allen Premium Bible, Highland Goatskin. Thank you, my beloved Jesse, my Christmas present. I've just been devouring it. It's been beautiful. You can come and smell it if you like when we're done. <laughs> Serious. The best place, and, and I had this on good authority from Pastor Mark Greenwood, the place that smells the best is inside the front cover. <laughs> so you're welcome to the front, inside the front cover. Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And I love as well how the Passion Translation says it. I am doing something brand new, something unheard of. Even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Don't you perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. And I love that we sang that song tonight. And Rebecca led us, Pastor Beck led us so beautifully in that and our wonderful worship team hearing from the Lord that He's making, and the prophetic words that came tonight, just that He's making a way for us even where there seems to be no way. And if you will perceive it in the Spirit, if you will look at, at the promise in your, in the, the, sorry, with your spiritual eyes, 
with the eyes of your heart and not be moved by what you see in the natural, but only moved by what you believe and the promises of God, you will take a hold of it. If you perceive it, He will make rivers in the desert and ways, highways in the wilderness for you. It's an invitation. It's an invitation for us to recognize the days and step a hold of it. Because like I said, he's launching people this year. It's just like take off everywhere. Take off, take off, take off. And I wanna honor you because in the Passion Translation, it talks about the mature ones that perceive it. And I wanna honor you because I sense that tonight, it's like the mature ones here. The ones who have grown up on good meat grown up in good meat and craved the truth and pursued intimacy with God and pursued righteousness and become mature in your faith and mature in the things of God and have the ability to perceive it. And then he goes, right, you're ready for takeoff. You're ready for takeoff. I was gonna say, you're ready for landing as well. Because I, oh, thank you, Lord. Because I feel, I also sense, because there's, like when we're ready for landing, it's a new destination. And I actually felt like I saw people landing on the moon just now. And I actually sensed like there's other places, like it says in here, unheard of. There are places and terrain for you that perhaps you have felt impossible and have felt uncomfortable, or Lord, no one else has heard about that, no one else has thought about that, that's a bit different, that's a bit out there, that's a bit beyond this atmosphere. And I feel like God's saying, if you will perceive it, if you will look with your eyes of the Spirit, and you'll attach your faith to it and go to war with these promises like 1 Timothy tells us to do. 1 Timothy 1.19, I believe. 18, thank you. 1 Timothy 1.18. You'll be amazed at where you land because he's launching you, but it's really good to have a landing spot, isn't it? So he's just not launching you and sending you out to the abyss to like, ooh, space. Look at me float. No, he's intentional with you. He has a destination. There's a destination for you this year. There's a destination for your family this year. There's a destination for your workplace this year. There's a destination for your neighbors this year. There's a destination for your extended extended family this year. There's a destination for your business this year. There's a destination for your high school this year. There's a destination for your university this year. And if you will perceive it, If you look with the eyes of your spirit and take a hold of the promise and run wholeheartedly into the new, into the new things he's he's doing, my goodness, if you can believe it, you can have it. He promises that in his word. And we sang about it tonight, faith will move the mountain. So we just believe and we keep believing and we keep believing because he promised and he's good to his word. It's always faithful and true. So I'd encourage you, and Pastor Rebecca again said this before, take note of the promises of God, dream with God. Jesse and I, at the beginning of the year, we played I Remember When. And we did it for the year, for 2020. (laughs) And we also did it for the decade, to 2030. I remember when. I remember when my cousins came to know Jesus. Sorry. 
life. If we can believe it, we can have it. These are awesome people who are just burning with passion already. And you're like, oh, they just need a Jesus cause. Oh, wow, God, arrest their hearts, the ones we're believing for this year. God, would you arrest their hearts? Would you chase them down, God? Holy Spirit, we just declare your destiny over them. Lord, we declare that this is their year in Jesus' name. Yeah, but we remove the veil in Jesus' name. Lord, we remove any spirit of heaviness, any cloud over them, Lord. Lord, we declare that once you are blind, but you will see. That they will see in Jesus' name. That they will see in Jesus' name. And they will run with the purposes of God. That they will run for the purposes of God. They will run for this nation. Lord, they will run for the generation that's everyone alive today. Lord, they would run. Lord, those in our families, God, those living under our roofs, mark them with your glory, we pray this year. Lord, let them encounter your love, I pray. Holy Spirit, Lord, we declare roadways in the wilderness, highways in the desert, yeah, rivers in the desert, in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. We perceive it. We see it. We see it. We see it this year, and we grab a hold of it by faith, and we say amen. Amen, I thank you, Lord. It is your will that none would perish. That's a promise to you from that you gave us, God. Lord, so we declare, we add our amen to your yes. We add our amen to your yes and we say, do it, God. Would you do it, God? Would you do it, God? Even where it seems impossible. Lord, we perceive it and we believe by faith. We take a hold of it by faith. As sons and daughters who know who we are in maturity, who know where we stand, God, we receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Whoa. This is interactive and I love it because we're better together. We're stronger together. One puts a thousand to flight, two puts 10,000. And so when I raise my voice in prayer, like you just get on along with me and we'll just like poof, explode together. Sound good? Yes. Because we move heaven and earth. Like if you believe that your prayers move heaven and earth, guess what will move? Heaven and earth. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. What are the things unseen? Your words, your sanctified imagination. Just a couple of things, I'm sure there's more. And I know that the, that scripture's not just talking about that, but Jesse and I saw that this week. It's evidence of things unseen. Your faith is evidence in a reality that you haven't yet seen, but you believe anyway, and you believe the promise, and you go to war, you take a hold of His promises for you. You steward it in your sanctified imaginations. You walk around in the dream. God, what does it look like when Reese, my cousin, is preaching to thousands? Oh, leading a revelation. Because it's in him, I've seen it. What does it look like when those ones you've been believing for come home? What's the celebration look like? Lots of, <laughs> invite me, I'll come to your party. I'll celebrate with you. 
Come on, what does it look like when those things you've been believing for comes to pass, when you speak it, when you call things that are not as though they were, that you're intentional about it and you create the world you didn't know that you're called to live in. Through your words, you activate your faith and you decide that you're not gonna speak anything else, refuse to speak anything else. Just refuse it. If it other, looks otherwise, just ignore it and speak faith. It doesn't mean we're delusional, but it means that we have seen, and we've perceived with our spirits, with our hearts, with our inner man, and we are convicted of a promise and we won't let go until heaven and earth move and we see the promise fulfilled. Bold faith for the youth. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I know that's inside of you. It's not about being loud, although that's awesome. I love being loud. But I know that there's something inside each of you that you burn for. Because God's a consuming fire. And he lives inside of you and you're actually citizens of another realm. And so it's impossible for you as citizens of the kingdom to operate on earth and not care about anything or not give your heart to anything or long to see things better or see the, king, um, the kingdom established or right wrongs. It's actually in your DNA to make earth look like heaven. Yeah. Bill Johnson says we owe the world an encounter with God. And it's true. There's something on the inside of you that isn't satisfied with the status quo. And you've already given your hearts to Him, so you might as well give your belief to Him, and your faith to Him, and your hopes to Him, and your dreams to Him, and just take a hold of them by faith this year. Because I promise you, we're in the new, and He's launching, and you wanna land this year in your promise. You wanna land this year in your promise. I just feel like there's this courage that He is putting on the inside of us, like this holy backbone. And I wanna like implore you, like courage, men, courage. Yeah. Boldness, boldness, faith, faith, great faith. So this, uh, this afternoon, it was, I don't know if you do this, but I like to, I'm like, I know you do. You like dream with God. And so you see yourself in certain situations and in different places. And I saw myself being interviewed by a prominent person and them asking me, um, who do you admire? And this just came out of my heart. I said, I admire, the people I admire the most are my oldest sisters. My three oldest sisters. And it's nice, but I'm not being cute. And I, this is what I said in my, in my game. And I, I said to them, we're so different, but so the same. And I said, and all of them are outrageously courageous in their own way. And did you know when I was a kid, the thing I desired more than anything was to be courageous, was to have courage. Because there were some things that made me very fearful. And some things that were almost debilitating for me. And so my heart, my dad used to say to me, courage, keep up your courage, Sarah Lindley. It's my maiden name. 
Keep up your courage, Sarah Lindley. And I used to hold, hold on to it in those times where I felt so afraid. I'm gonna keep up my courage. I'm gonna keep up my courage. I'm gonna keep up my boldness. I'm gonna keep up my fight. I even remember as a 15 year old, as a 16 year old, crying in the night, being afraid because of this thing, feeling insecure as an unsafe, not insecure, I'm very confident, but feeling unsafe. Keep up your courage, keep up your courage. And I realized he put me in this household of women, my mother as well, these young girls and these teenagers who were wildly courageous and brave. And I never saw and have never seen a time where they backed down from a fight. I've never seen a moment when they weren't courageous, when they didn't choose to believe and that they didn't choose faith and didn't trust the goodness of God. I've never seen them throw in the towel. And I'd encourage you, and now I feel like, fast forward like 10, 15 years, and I'm surprised sometimes at the courage that comes out of me and the boldness that he's given me and how things that used to terrify me aren't even a, an issue anymore. And I feel like he wants to do that for you this year. That you can be boldly courageous in your faith and stand up even when everything else, even when your circumstances would tell you otherwise. And have courage, men and women. Have courage. Have outrageous courage and bold faith. And Bill Johnson says, I love Bill, that bold faith stands on the shoulders of quiet trust. And that's us being rooted and anchored and grounded in the love of God to have courage to believe His promises for you this year. Have courage. You can stand in the fire like we did this afternoon. Fire is raging. We stand up against the enemy. We say, greater is He than is in us, than He that is in the world. That's bold faith. And seeing the land green and flourishing and filled with fruit and farmers prospering. It's bold faith, standing on the shoulders of quiet trust. And that's what we're gonna do this year as a family. Amen? Be courageous. It's just such a good word, courage. Have courage, belief, activate your faith, feed your faith with the Word of God. It's the solution, Papa Trev says this to me. He said this to me one day and it changed my life. So I was having some health issues and I contacted Mama Meredy and Papa Trev and some other friends and Papa Trev called me with the Word from the Word. And the next day I woke up healed. And he said to me, just these words, and I loved it. How good's the word? A solution for every problem. I haven't forgotten it ever since. How good's the word? It's a solution for every problem. In the midst, so you can look fear in the face 
with courage, with a word from God, with these promises to you, yes and amen, for your health, for your healing, solution to every problem. There's wisdom for you. There's direction for you. Go to the Word. Go to the Word and the Holy Spirit will speak to you through it. This, it's unshakable, immovable, steadfast, secure. Faithful through the ages. It'll be faithful through eternity. Turn to the Word. Find the truth. Find the truth of what He says this year. If you feel this year that you're lacking in courage at all, go to the Word. If you feel like perhaps those promises that you're going after didn't, does, isn't looking like the way it should be looking like then, like, Lord, I thought we were taking off. Go to the Word. Remind yourself of His promises for you. Raise your shield of faith to quench every fiery dart of the evil one. Go on offense. Raise the sword of the Lord, Word of God, in your mouth. And just don't let go. That's what courage does. It just won't let go. Just won't let go until something changes. It won't let go until it sees the promise come to pass. That's what you're created to do. To establish a kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. You're his ambassadors on the earth. He needs you to partner with him for the promise. To perceive the promise. Tag, you're it. You're his plan for the earth. Grab a hold of the promises of God for everywhere, all the avenues of your world. All the avenues of your world. Now we do, we, we have a lot of different roles that we fulfill, don't we? And they're beautiful and they're wonderful, but get God's heart for all of them. Not just one or two, but all of them. Dream with God about your marriage. Dream with God about your children. Dream with God about your finance. Dream with God about your job. Dream with God about your business. Dream with God about your health. That's good, but then dream about with God about your suburb and the people that you sit next to on the bus on the way to work, the people you spend 40 hours a week with. Dream with God about them and hold on to courage and hold on to hope. Activate your faith. Be consistent, have courage, and you'll see the kingdom established in every avenue of your life. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Oh, I'm feeling a bit bold. I hope you are as well. I'm feeling in bold. And and tonight I felt like God saying, and I feel like I already have, I hope that I've um, invigorated your soul with courage. Um, but I sensed tonight as well that there was some, and I was sharing with some of the leaders this week, um, this uh, word that the Lord gave me. And because I felt like there are some even tonight who you feel a little bit disappointed about 2019. And perhaps things didn't go the way you planned. And I understand disappointment. And I understand loss. And I understand pain. It's real. It's very real. And I experienced all of those last year. So how do we get up and go again? How do we get up and believe again? And I've shown you, given you a myriad of ways this afternoon, but I want to encourage your heart. For those of you who perhaps are asking questions or feeling a bit unsure or a bit apprehensive perhaps about believing again, 
when I was um, about you know, a little girl and I couldn't read yet, I was probably about maybe, f how old do they, how old are you when you read? Four, five. Okay, let's say I was three. <laughs> I was three or four, I couldn't read yet, but I could spell my name. And I was in a, in a, on the floor, I was in church, on the church, on the floor with Susie and our friend KJ. We were drawing. And I noticed they were addressing their drawings to people. So they had two and a name. And I could, I worked that out, that that's something that they were doing. So I thought, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna address this and give this to my dad. And so I just copying them, I wrote to Sarah, because that's what I knew how to spell. And I wanted to give it to dad, so I gave it to dad. I actually wrote the letters O-T, Sarah, Ot Sarah. To Sarah, and gave it to him, and he took it, and he put it up in his office. This picture of a rose, and I drew. And it remained there for many years. And of course, with age and maturity and learning, I realized that that is not how you spell the word to, and nor did, was it addressed to the correct person. And God showed me through that, and spoke to me about 2019, and and he said that there are some of you this year, this past year, that you just so faithful and just doing your best for the Father and so longing just to please his heart, your life to be an offering and fragrance, sweet smelling incest to him. And you did your very best. And perhaps things didn't go quite right. Perhaps things kind of got muddled around, but he's still so very pleased with you and proud to put your work on display and proud to show you off. My dad never told me that I got the words back to front. He, ne he didn't, he just, thank you, darling, put it on his paw. And with age and learning, I saw for myself, oh, perhaps next time I'll do it differently. And perhaps there's a better way. And I just feel like God's saying there's no, he's not condemning you or condemning like failure. He's so not like that. He doesn't even see failure. He just celebrates that you had to go. He rejoices that you stepped out even when you didn't know how the letters went and just tried anyway and gave it your best and were courageous to present it to him. You didn't hold it to yourself. And he's so proud of you. And so you need not be afraid about believing again, about trying again, about dreaming with God again. And I wanna read to you from Philippians 3.13. Holy Spirit, one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if, any, and if in anything, you think otherwise, God will reveal that to you also. Isn't that beautiful promise for us? Like, okay, God, choosing as your daughter, as your son, knowing who I am, anchored in your love, a mature bride. I recognize that, okay, perhaps that didn't go the way I planned. But I thank you, Lord, that you're revealing to my heart how you'd have me do it next time. And I'm not gonna let fear of failure or disappointment stop me from believing again or trying again 
I didn't go see the mistake and go, that's it, never colouring again. I'm never writing another letter. No. Picked up the pencil again and went, oh, that's how you do it. Excellent. To Dad. So we just get up and go again. Do you know what I love about spilt milk? It's just spilt milk. Like, I know that's a common phrase, like, oh, it's just spilt milk. But literally, like, it's just spilt. Like, don't worry about it. The Lord's really good at cleaning up the mess. So you just invite him to come. Just invite him in and say, Lord, you come and you just redeem and make whole and make things good again. He's so very good at that and he's so very kind. Just like Nick prophesied tonight, this year of restoration of recompense. Oh, wowee. I agree. I concur. He's restoring. Well, the enemy is stolen. Well, the locust is eaten. He wants to restore to you. And even if we don't understand how, we ask, like it says in Philippians, for the Lord to reveal that to us also. He's wild, he just breaks my brain. Just, he's so outside of our minds in the most wonderful way. If you go there with them and ask him to enlighten the eyes of your heart, you'll perceive and you'll see and it'll lead to great faith, great boldness and great courage. And 2020 will launch you. It'll launch you into your promised land. It'll launch you into your promised decade. This is a promised decade. It's not just the year, it's a promised decade. Like I've been around for like the change of a couple of decades now. And I tell you what, like, my means there's never been a day like this before. So let's grab a hold of it by faith, amen? Let's believe it. Give our whole hearts to it. And just desire, decide that we're not gonna let it, you go until you bless us, God. We're not gonna let you go. We're not gonna let go of the promise. We're just gonna believe. We're gonna show up again and believe again. For this nation, we're gonna show up and believe again, Tish. Gonna show up again and believe again. Gonna show up again and believe again. I'm gonna say it one more time. We're gonna show up again and believe again. And just refuse to move. Refuse to move on his promises. That's your territory. That's your inheritance. That's why the fires aren't okay. If you refuse to move, you position yourself in faith. Take hold of the promise, drought breaking rain, and you refuse to move until you see it fulfilled. It's awesome. And it's, and it's, mm, it's the last thing I'll say. And become like little children. We just believe he is who he says he is. And that he can do what he says he can do. And he will do what he says he will do. Children just believe the goodness of their parents. I walked in, went to the fruit store this afternoon. And when I was there, I got loose a little treat. 
I walked into the house and she said to me, first thing she said, Mommy, what did you bring me? And I thought, it's just childlikeness that just believes that you have something good for me. But of course mom would consider me. Why wouldn't she? Get that favorite thing for me. There's no question about it. It's the same with the goodness of God and his promises. Like little children, we just believe. You just go, okay, God, thanks. And it takes humility to receive something you'd never deserve, as Pastor Catherine would say. We just go, wow, God. We just, that you have all that for me? Thanks. Don't miss a drop. The outlandish things, the wild things, the things that you like, like do this about, and then you get, you know the ones? Those ones, I love them. I love shouting them from the rooftops. I just decide, all right, he said it. I'll take a hold of it and believe. Amen. All right, let me pray for you. Um, before we do, though, um, we just love to make opportunity every week, every service <clears throat> for people and our communion friends can probably get those ready, to, um, things ready. Sorry. <laughs> but we like to make opportunity each week for those who perhaps haven't given their hearts to Jesus or would like to recommit their hearts again. Jesus came and was the solution, the answer to what separated us from God. It was sin. And then by coming and dying for us and taking sin upon himself, he reconciled us back to God, back to the heart of the Father so you could be in relationship, in fellowship with him. So you never had to walk alone, but you could know this love that I spoke about earlier, all the days of your life, in all the ways of your life. All the days, all the ways. And he gave his son, Jesus gave himself just for you. Just for you. Because he so longed to know you. He created you for that relationship. And I encourage you this year, if you want to know this love, if you want to know this peace that surpasses understanding, that doesn't make sense. If you want to know this courage and this hope that we've been talking about today, I want to invite you just to give your life to Jesus today. You're not entering into a religious club. You're not entering into a religious practice. You're entering into a relationship, a living, breathing love song who loved you more than his own life and gave himself for you. If you wanna know that Jesus, and know his love that covers you, that covers a multitude of wrongdoings and actually gives you a new life, brand new, brand new, the world tells us, not a new model, not like a restored copy, but brand new, entirely new, changed, restored, healed and whole. I wanna invite you this afternoon to give your life to Jesus. It's the best decision you'll make and like what a way to kick off 2020. What a way, like, I won't be cheeky. It'd just be very good.
So with every head bowed, every eyes, every eye closed, with our eyes closed, we just want to give you privacy this afternoon. But also, you know, the Lord says, acknowledge you me before men and I'll acknowledge you before my Father. And so today, if there, if you would like, if your heart resonates with that, and, and that is that you bear witness that your, your heart is probably thumping a little bit. If you feel like, yes, that's me. This is my time. I want to know Him. I have to know God. Would you raise your hand? Would you raise your hand? Because I'd love to introduce you to Him today. I'd love to introduce you to the lover of your soul. I'd love to introduce you to the one who is life and peace itself. Freedom and wholeness and forgiveness. Just raise your hand really quickly. So we wanna pray with you. I wanna welcome you into the family. I wanna love on you. I want to encourage you. So the Lord wants to set you up for success this year. And set you up for His love. Come a landing pad for His love. I'm going to pray. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for every person here. Lord, I thank you for every heart. Holy Spirit, I ask, Lord, that you would come and do what only you can do. Lord, would you come and heal and restore their hearts. Father, we give you our hearts this year. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice and sending your son. And Lord, we respond to your invitation of love today. We respond to your invitation of redemption today, and we give you our whole lives. We give you our whole lives. As Pastor Gareth would say, just go on a surrender bender and give your life to God. So good. We give you our whole lives, our lives completely today, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to partner with us in spreading the gospel to the nations, you can do so via our website, www.glorycitychurch.com.au. We would love to hear from you. If you have a prayer need, please send us an email at info at glorycitychurch.com.au. We would also love to hear your testimonies. You can email these praise reports to info at glorycitychurch.com.au. God bless.